Hey, everybody. Welcome to Life Talk Radio Season 4. I'm David Humphrey. And I'm Sean Sellers. How are you doing tonight, man? Man, we're back. Season 4. We got a lot to talk about. We've taken a few months off. Um, I was going to do a paranormal show with you. And, yeah. you know, I want, we always do a Halloween show. And yes, we do. I decided, you know what? Hell, every day in America in this world's Halloween. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, it's all a circus. It's all supernatural. And we're living in, we're living in active times. We're, we're living in the Great Reset. That is what's yes. happening. That's what, that's what happened. That's something we've talked about for a long, long time. And, you know, 2012, kind of one of the first stages of ushering everything in. You know, we've talked about it since day one. And we've been spot on since day one for all the naysayers and the haters and the people that didn't believe in us. I want to give you a big hug because (laughs) I'll pray for you and see how nice I was. Yes, yes. And this is even a PG-13 show. Or no, we're more of an NR-17 yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, we can, we can, we can let it rip sometimes. You know, it seems like it's been forever since we've done a show. It, it well, it has. It's been July the fourteenth. We finally finished up season three, and we did the show with Janine about some of the human trafficking and, and one of her family members that were trafficked. Then we yeah. took off uh, a few months, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I had to have a reset for myself. I had to. I've used 2022 as a year of finding myself um, because if you don't find yourself, you're going to lose it or you're <laughs> going to be in a uh, deep hole of um, issues and problems. And I thought I was going that route. So I yeah. was uh, strong enough to say, Hey, you got to stop because I bring this up all the time to people, Sean, that you, you brought up years and years ago. It's hard to go preach to people. If you're not going to look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, it is. And, and it's tough. And we and we got to remember, you know, our past is not clean and it's OK. You know, you know, when you know, if you think about it, when Jesus, when he would come to towns and everything else, he was priest and all that. He was hanging out with 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 with, with the naysayers, the one everybody looked down on. You know, I think that's where you have to be. We, you have to walk in those shoes to have an understanding or really to what you need to be in this day and age. And I think this is a day and age where where uh, men with integrity, men with background, and men that's willing to stand out and set examples for our youth, it, it's, it's time for that movement. Oh, I, absolutely. And I'm so ready for it because I felt like this year, and th- this was, you know, because I want to I pick your brain a little bit on this. Uh, it was just a continuous battle of men trying to work on yourself, find who you are again with all these trials of ups and downs and a uh, lots of disappointment to me this year. Uh, I don't know about everybody else, but you know, these were just my personal experiences this year. Um, it was a wake up call for me. Um, and, and I do, I see a lot. Um, it's been a year of seeing a lot. And if you're open yeah. and paying attention, you should be able to see it too. 
Yeah, it, it is. But, and, you know, it, it's okay. I mean, I think it's time for us to evaluate things, to evolve, to grow, because the world we're living in today is not the world we was living in uh, two years ago, pre-pandemic. I mean, our, everything was taken away from us. And, and it's part of that great reset. Everything that's happening has been well planned, well thought out. And, and we have to work on ourselves. That's, that's what you have to improve first before you go forward. Yeah, we're living in the world of eat, sleep. Uh, and repeat, you know, work, eat, yeah. sleep, repeat. Um, and if you don't, if you don't find yourself or go back to your roots, as we always talk about it, you, you a lot of people are fixing to get really lost. Um, and, and I see it. I really see it. And going back to pre-pandemic COVID stuff, that that was the biggest movement for politics and puppets that I've ever seen. And you know, going into July and August, I was like, let's do some shows and then start up season four. And then I was like, you know what? Everything was flooded with garbage. Yeah. Everything, your news. I, I broke away from uh, a lot of Facebook now. Believe it or not, I, I've like I've tried to really cut out my Facebook because usually I get put in jail for a few days. Um, yeah. And then you had all the politics and stuff. And then, like I said, when we did the show a few months ago, or hell, probably back in April, um, I saw, you know, we had talked about how the economy was going to go and we're right into what we said was going to happen, but yet nobody will listen to us. And I've never understood why they've always either talked shit about us or wanted to discredit us. But if you go back and look to what every work that you've done since we were probably 20, man, we, we've been really right on a lot of stuff. We have, and, you know, we, we have, and I think, I think we, we've woken some people up. We have woken ourselves up. We, we have, sometimes we preach it and, but it don't mean it actually sinks in where this is really happening. And we, we've kind of seen it. I think we, we, it's easy to uh, focus on the people that we didn't awaken, we didn't affect, or we didn't get them to question the things. And, and there has been people that, that we've had made a difference and had, had them look in and they might not believe the same thing we're saying, but they are awoken and they know something's happening and they're going down different roads. And I think that that's kind of where we're at. And, we're, and this is a point in our, and, and we're at a point spiritually that it is so much uncertainty that, that we should be afraid. And then sometime in our fear is that's when we have to turn and find comfort in God. And I think that's where we have to be because, because there is an uncertainty un, unlike ever before. I think, I think there is a confusion. There's a, there's a loss. There's, there's a, we're not, we're moving in a direction of the unknown. It's like a, it's like a speeding train I'm out of control going down a track. We don't know where it, what's going to stop it or where it's going. You just know at some point it's going to stop. And that's kind of the direction, and that's kind of how we're moving forward. Yeah, and the bad thing about this year is I saw everything that you just said kind of coming into um, coming into play. But I'll tell you something funny that the past year and a half uh, about what you're saying about change and, and w- working with yourself and even from a uh, individual spiritual basis, I've lost a lot of people that I thought were my friends. And, you know – that's a good thing because as I move on and I'm moving forward, I realize those so-called friends 
where, where they're not really your friends because they're not going to be with you through thick and thin. And I realized that um, a lot of fraternities and a lot of uh, groups that you're in, uh, it's just a group. It's more of a political thing now. It's not truly a group or a club or uh, a unit or whatever bucket you want to put it in where you have a lot of people together. They're not always your friends. I mean, they're your teammates, but they're not always your friend to help you with those ups and downs, those trials and tribulations. And I saw it uh, going into January 1st of this year to where we're at now. And have you noticed that or is, have you tried, have you dealt with anything like that this year? You know, I, I, I go back and think about what my uncle told me a long, long time ago. Um, and, and what you see in some of these, um, uh, organization some of these fraternities and it is that is that there is it's not about belonging to that group but what happened with that group is that the great we said when it happened we we seen it before it ever started happening because you started seeing the pollution of the lower levels of these lodges and these fraternities where they was allowing people in that didn't belong would never belong and they was let in on purpose and mm-hmm. that is to pollute it and that is to dilute it and then and go ahead and basically you cut the head off the serpent and then the, so it can't properly grow anymore. And that, and that, that's exactly what they did. And, that, and it, it was done intentionally. And um, it's really hard to ask uh, people to, to, to help you uh, pick up, pick up things in your home or pick up things in the streets when, when they're, when they're wanted for fingerprints for murder. <laughs> and I think that, that, that I think we're asking them to do stuff and their hands are in a lot of stuff that we are openly and freely speaking against when you're starting to deal with the trafficking, when you're starting to speak with all this. And then and that we're all guilty of, of a, being associating with certain people that knowing that's been involved in things. And even maybe we have in certain levels of things. And now we're working against it and trying to stop and trying to bring enlightenment to it. And that. And that once they cut the head off the serpent a long time ago, these are the not these are not the same people we eat dinner with anymore. They're, they don't they don't serve the same God anymore and they serve a lesser God. And if you get into the hierarchies of the belief system and even some of the society and some of the things we went in through our um, drunken stupor, we yeah. could still get back to the to the to the meaning of of the initiation that we went through with the certain feast of fires and these different things is that it's a higher level of knowing of something spiritually in that unseen world that any of that normal people can't comprehend. And I think that gives us the voice, but we are at the same time, that makes us probably the one of the biggest enemies. And it's really hard for, for individuals like your, like yourself or me is to ask to eat at a table that we don't belong anymore. And I think sometimes we go to them and ask to seat at these table and ask that, hey, can you help us with these political aspirations? Can you help me with these these um, these jobs and careers that I might need assistance with? And, and they can't help us anymore because we don't we don't eat at the same table. And, and, and that's OK. You have to understand that it, it's 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 a different day. And what we belong into and what we the, the inner being of the man and the soul that we took an oath to is not the same thing that they took an oath to. When they went through the last of the hot classes, that was for a reason. 
everything is a reset is where we at right now happens for the purpose and there and 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 it's and, and it's and it's everything is happening and moving forward for that reason then when you can go as weird and as deep as you want to with all these underground facilities and all these things all this stuff is happening for a reason and we've talked about that for years um of what was really coming through a um a organized group or uh, club or whatever you want to call it, that these changes were being made probably right, probably way before 2012. Yeah. And if you go back to look at the late nineties, it was like, you see it coming, but you never believed it, but you kind of go in with the flow, but that you can only take so many years of being used and abused too, though. And um, and especially when people start going in a different direction, whether it's a spiritual battle with themselves, a moral issue with themselves, uh, integrity or whatever. Those are the people that I want to be around now is the people that have broken away from these chains and are on the spiritual level of, of realizing that everything that we've learned is a lie. Social media is set up to divide and conquer and destroy people. They don't want the truth out. Nobody can have free speech. You can't have an opinion of nothing. And the people that are like actually asking questions and questioning authority and really looking at themselves in a spiritual level, those are more the people that I surround myself with. And, you know, I, I, you know, these past six years, I've basically um, watched my, my friend group wither away and it basically blow away like the sands. You know, it, it, I mean, I lost everything. And, and that's because I've not allowed myself to be, I, I, you know, you said about people, you know, taking advantage of us. You know, they we I have a, we allowed people to take advantage of us. We've allowed everything to happen because we want a belonging of understanding and acceptance in things that we're never going to get. Um, and, and the same thing with the friendship and the, and the people where I felt voids with, with family members where I thought they was my club friend and I trusted them to a two point. And, and at times I wasn't the best friend to them because I wasn't the just man for the oath that I took. And I can tell you from, from the, from 20 years ago to the oath that I took, I was just as much part of the pollutant allowing the pollutant than I was was not letting it be polluted. So so basically, I was part of the ones opening the, the gates and the doors. And now I'm at the point now that that I know I, the oath that I took and what I believe in and everything means more to me now than it ever has before. And I know that that when it's all said and done, you know, our pillars are truths of manhood is always going to stand when we go to that next level and that, that next higher dimension. And, and, and I'm proud of that. And that's something that, that we live for. And I think that's part of, of the God that the godly way we should be in our life is that we accept who we are. We know that, um, that if you're not given and you're not allowed to be in use and you have nothing to give, a lot of times everybody leaves you alone. And, and then we'll allow, um, you know, other friends to pull away from you. And then you find yourself alone at the darkest time, nights and whenever. But there's something weird about it, because no matter how sad and how lonely we are, no matter how long, no matter how broken we feel, because people have left us, people has turned their back on us. 
that light that we took an oath to that shines deep down inside still brings us to each other. And that's, that's the connection when we go to that next level. Everything we're doing right now in life is, is pro- propelling us to that, next, to that next world and that next life. Where we at right now is you're basically is in the cellar of, of humanity. And we, can, we have an obligation to, to save as many people as possible. And the only way we can do that is by not doing what we say, but following how we do and what we do. See how we appreciate things. See how we love people. See how we try to be the best versions of ourselves. Set examples of the way things should be. And we go forward and realize we can only control the, but the things we can control. And I, I want all over the place. Sorry no, no, that. no, 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 no. It's perfect. I want all our listeners to what Sean just said. Think about this because I thought about this when you were talking about it. Some of the darkest times in our lives are not usually at night, right? Because what I've seen this past year, some of the darkest times that I've had to deal with has actually been in the daylight. So, so think about that. Think about how that we're dealing with things that these ups and downs and hills and valleys and everything going our own from a spiritual side has darkened our light. Does that make sense, Sean? Like yeah. we, we people and, and just in general, everything going around us and how this world's barely keeping going is usually done the darkest things in the light. Just like people hiding stuff in broad daylight, doing stuff in front of you. um, And we're just almost damn programmed to not do anything. And it goes back to what you've said so many times, Sean. People are living for air conditioned video games and uh, uh, fast food. Yeah. Like they've lazy downed Americans. and plus, I get tired of people's excuses. Like, if I can do it, I feel like everybody should do it. And that's probably a bad way to think or even be like, well, if I can go down here and do all this, you should be able to, no excuse. And that's just my opinion on things. But I've never seen so many people with so many excuses and just do a bunch of talking about everything. And I mean, any bucket you want to put it in, from uh, economics, political, uh, job market, I mean, just life, raising kids. I mean, I'm just burnt out with people's excuses. But I also realize on a spiritual side that if you're not going to live, you're going to die, right? Yeah. You say that all the time. Yeah. And I'm looking at a lot of people dying. They're dying spiritually. They're dying mentally. They're dying emotionally. I mean, they're just dead. They're just shells of people. And have you noticed that out and about? Yeah. Can you see I mean, it? I have. You know, I have seen it. But see, you know, it's easy for us to paint this used picture and hide behind it. You know, and, and the fact is that that what the surface of what people sees is not always really what's going on internally and behind the scenes. And and until we as individuals, as spiritual people and everything else realize that we have we live in a universe that we deal with karma and what we've put out there, it comes back. And oh. pretty much when things as I've done, it's comes back tenfold. And you have to correct these things with prayer, asking for forgiveness, 
correcting it and changing it with thought and fixing things as you go forward and completely readjust your whole format. It's almost like reprogramming yourself again and finding yourself. It's recharging, revising, and, and, and revisualizing where you want to be. Because like I'll, I always say this, I know you get tired of hearing, in life you're either growing or dying, and you've always got to grow, and you're right, people are dying. Yes. Because, they, 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 because what they're missing is the soul life. They have no spiritual light, and they, you cannot grow spiritually without that light. And we hide from it. We, we run from it because we don't think we deserve it. We don't think we need it, or we're afraid for it to hit us because the truth will be seen. It's okay. It's okay. Come out and let it go and forgive yourself and go forward and grow. Deal with it. Be a better version of who you are and where you're going to be. Don't worry about what you did yesterday and where you come. And go, go worry about who you are to now and where you're going to be tomorrow. And Sean, I wish more people could see things like that. You know, I posted something the other day. And if, if we had more people, you know, out here on boots on the ground doing just like what you said, a lot of these other problems in uh, communities, uh, your cities, counties, states could fix themselves if you had more of the mentality of, of what you said, you know, like, um, letting it go. Everybody's walking around with a lot of guilt, undoubtedly, or some type of sadness. And I've seen more people this past year have to realign themselves, find more balance and focus, cleanse themselves, their homes, etc. I've just seen more people on a individual spiritual movement than I ever have before. But yet, I had to step back and reevaluate myself and try to get everything into a balance and it's a slow process, but it's a better process now. And, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it, you know, it's not, um, everybody has their bad days. Everybody has their good days. And if you're honest with yourself, you'll share some of this with others because you're right. This is funny because everybody thinks like you look at their social media and they're posting all this good stuff, right? Well, you don't know what they're really dealing with. You don't know what's on the backside of that. And I always thought that was unique about Facebook on how, you know, and, and plus me, speaking about me, like I'll put a lot of positive stuff out there that I hope it helps somebody else, but they don't really know what I'm dealing with that day. But then again, there's a there's another there's another twisted side to that. I also see a lot of people throwing out biblical verses thinking they're the, the top, you know, triple uh, a Christian on the front road. And, and I see what they do. Like I see their moral compass. I see things, you know, in the, in the dark and yeah. people are going, what is he talking about? I see things when I'm out working after 10 o'clock. And I, it's just funny. Cause I know it's not true. You know, people do that to get likes and, uh, I guess it helps themselves, Sean. Yeah, I mean everybody wants that acceptance. You know, you know, this is this is slightly off the subject, but it's not. It says um it's something that I've really worked on and thought about too. You know, you mentioned about us doing a paranormal, we always do a Halloween show and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you know, and, and you know, when we do these shows and we talk, you know, in the paranormal community, I, I, I'm gonna say proudly that I don't think there is anybody in this day and age has worked as many dark cases as we have. 
Yeah, and, and that's all over the United States. That's all different kinds from UFO phenomena, from abductions, from from possession, and 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 that's something that 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 I'm very proud of our work. But you know, we're known, but at the same time, we're we're kind of hush hush and pushed in because the things we talk about and say is not um with the static crow. It's not it's not it's not what everybody really wants to hear and wants to think. And one of the things that that I hadn't always talked about and and, and it's kind of been on been on my mind as I'm kind of re, kind of seeing what direction I want to go this year and different things with the work and everything else. And something that really stuck with me that I hadn't heard people talk about a lot. You know, we we've encountered a lot of things that that's that's absolutely unbelievable that a lot of people won't believe, and I can I, I expect them not to believe it because it's so <laughs> out there. But I can tell you something that that I hadn't heard a lot of people talk about, and I wanted to get your opinion about it. Is that all the cases that we work where we have um uh, done cleansings and done um done uh, clearances or or and deliverances and so on. Something that people don't really realize, and and when you deal with angelic encounters, these are angels, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're not pretty, they're not beautiful, they're not good, they're not happy. What they what 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 they bring in is a ferociousness of justice and righteousness. And if you think about that, if you're sitting down and somebody comes into the room and they know everything about you, I'm talking about the darkest things about you and they're there to bring justice that is terrifying and the devil every time i've encountered anything demonic and dark it's came in with the with the temptress yes whether it was drugs whether it was alcohol whether it was your vice and it's come in and something that you thought was beautiful something you thought was delightful and it suckered you in and brought you in there and every and that's something that you're not talked about in this field, is that is that just how dark sometimes the angelic forms and the cleansings are, because you have to be that way to get rid of the enemy, because the enemy comes in, and, and it comes in into as sweet as sugar. Well, that shows and you it, how the devil and, deceives everybody too. Yes, and that, but it's not talked about. You know, I, no, you know, nobody, I, nobody wants you know, to we, talk about that, Sean. You know, you know, like when it comes down to like being invited to speak at paranormal convention, people are like, I don't know if you really need to come because these people ain't going to believe this. Well, I don't I'm not going to debate. I'm just going to share my experiences. I can tell you I sat in 50 something homes and every time when we've had some type of encounter of something dimensional where it was dark, we've had the distinct smell of rotten egg. That mean it's a demon? No. I've never. You'll hear people say the mnemonic brings that right. No, I think that's them coming through dimension, because whenever we had something, a victory come in or something dark come in, you still have that same smell. When you have somebody abducted by aliens, when you have somebody that has UFO phenomena, you have that same smell. These are things you should be talked about in this field. And why I'm bringing this to our show is because it's a spiritual warfare and spiritual battle in every aspect. And when we talk about when I talk about the pollutants and how we to use talking about these organizations, fraternities and all that, mm-hmm. the paranormal community has been just as guilty as opening the door. Well, yeah, most of them open the door because one, they don't really know what they're doing. Two, we've been doing this for I mean, man, we've really been doing this about 33 years that we get zero credit for. 
and especially dealing with the occult, satanic ritual abuse, the pedophile cults in America, um, the the underground um, blood ritual groups. I mean, whatever bucket you want to call it, uh, <laughs> even studying the religion, uh, not only the religion basis of America, but globally. And you go into these cleansings and you're doing all this and it takes a toll on your body, but yet nobody will get uncomfortable and talk about the real issues at hand. And it's just like everything else, Sean, politics, groups, just all the bullshit, because whether you'll tell a story, right? Cause I, I will debate them. I know yeah. you hate debating people. I don't debate, but, yes, don't but I love, yeah. I love it because all you got to do is open your mind up and Google search it. Hell, everybody's got a computer in their hand, but yeah. a lot of this stuff has been building for years and we've seen it every year play into what's really coming. Yeah. That's why I'm not really surprised about a lot of stuff that happens, but I also see a lot of crazy stuff fixing to happen in this next year, but also for the people that I think are uh, awakened in spiritual movement and, and trying to go in the right direction, I think it's going to be a win for us. Uh, you know, I, 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 whoa, I don't know. If that, I, I do agree with you. I, yeah, I think they're no, going to, hey, no, 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 no. I, I know you're probably going to disagree with that, but, and, and I'll tell you why. I, I think that we've been crapped on for so long and we're still moving forward and we're still trying to be positive. Everybody's working on themselves. We're going through ups and downs. I just think, damn, Sean, can we have a win? But you know, so we, that, we, that's where I'm at with it. You know, we was we was we was programmed, and I'm going to use the word programmed in, yeah. in the late '90s and early 2000s to believe in a sectional view that that it's really undecided what's going to happen. You know, and, yeah. and 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 you know when when the end time comes, it's undecided. It depends on which group of bad guys win, and then and then as we you grow forward and you go into this, I think. That you're absolutely 100% right that 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 there will be a victory in the end. And but I think when it, it's not going to be done in our lifetime, it will be done when we cross to that next world. But our government, United States, is is a complete replica of ancient Rome. We're falling. We're gonna yes. we're gonna fail. We're gonna collapse, and the world as we know it is gonna no longer exist. And there will be good times in the future, but it probably won't be in our lifetime. And the hell to come is probably something something that we cannot ma imagine or fathom right now. So, so not only is it important, and you have an obligation, is to raise godly children, but raise your boys to be men of integrity. Raise your boys to be thinkers. Raise your boys to question and raise your boys to have a sincere faith in God. Never let that part waver, but live in the world of truth and understanding. Yeah. And we don't have enough of that. No, I, no. I, I feel like now we're, we're probably, I, I think we're only 30% of those fascists. Like I, I think that people now are raising their kids where they're not even really raising their kids. I think computers, technology, and the streets are raising our kids. And I think that's very saddened. Uh, I'm very saddened, heartbroken by it because 
I see, you know, see all this stuff going on and, and you're, you're, you're trying to like grab people and, and shake them to say, wake up. And then it's like you said, you know, for years as well, we can only grab and shake so many people sooner or later, they're going to have to catch on. But, you know, I always say, wake up, but man, there's a lot of people still asleep and it's, and we've done past them. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people that sold out already and it's okay. Let them sell out, let them go. Cause they're not going to the same place you're going and they know it. So they're, they're trying to fatten up on these earthly pleasures because they better enjoy it now. Because when the next life, it's not going to be so pleasurable. And that's something you have to think about. We have an obligation as, as to, to, to continue to do things the right way, continue to share our views. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really want to do. In this in this next years is, is really um, to to I guess revisit and share a lot our our real investigation and our real work and and mm-hmm. and, the, and and the beauty about our work that that we don't we never shared a lot is that the that the cases we work just how much they affected us personally. Oh, and I think it, that's something that we you need to share, and we got to share, and we got to talk about. And something you said earlier about the streets too. And remember, Doctor Perry used to mention this a lot. And then you and I are back. I won't say you and I are street people. Yeah. And I think that's pretty obvious when you're around us, when you see us unmask. And I think <laughs> that there's something that's not there anymore. Is that there's a street code that don't exist anymore. You know, when we was young, the streets could raise you to a certain extent because there was a code, and that code's not there anymore. <laughs> No, it's it's completely disappeared. Yes, it really has. It's uh, it doesn't hold value because people are so sell out that they'll sell you out for a dollar. They'll sell you out like Judas in 13 dimes. So there's no (laughs) integrity or moral uh, moral, I guess, compass of a man. Of our even compass of a business, you know, most men are business, you know, men to a certain extent we live by a code of whether you're helping others or whatnot and when you when you have all that and then you deal with everything else that we've dealt with and and we're talking about our lifetime we're not talking about we've only been doing this 10 years it's changed our lives it's destroyed a lot of part of us and those are facts but if you're a true warrior if you're a true soldier for righteousness and God and doing for others and really battle ready. You're going to have that happen to you. And if I talk to a man that's never had anything like that happen to him, but yet they say they're ready. Like I I just, I don't believe them because they're, they're just full of shit. Yeah. And that's just my opinion, Sean. But, but we got to, and, and this is me speaking. Um, this is just me speaking. As we say all this, I'm, I'm a flawed individual. So when I say this, I'm not perfect. I deal with a lot of lot of issues and a lot of things myself, and I deal with re- resentment. I, you know, like I, we, I have a somebody who was a lifelong friend, somebody who who was my brother, somebody who I taken care of, somebody I did without for help him and his family, and he betrayed me, in probably one of the darkest ways you can ever be betrayed. And I and I and I forgave him openly and publicly, and I still do. But yeah. if the apocalypse ever come and it says ever a chance, he better run because I want to get him before God does. And that, and that's a fact. I'm not hiding from that. And that's no. something I have to deal with. 
Well, and that, and that, and, that, and that we're all flawed individuals to start an event, and that's stuff we have to pray and deal with. And I've done a lot of bad things. Like I've done a lot of bad things in this lifetime. Um, I would say I'm kind of not proud of them, but then again, I was looking back just as this year as another reflection. If I hadn't have done most of that stuff, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I definitely wouldn't be going down the path that I'm trying to go now. So I kind of got to take the bad with the good to be uh, where I'm going now and who I am. But it's like these weak ass people that always hold your past to what's going on now. And it's like, it's crazy because nobody will see through something. I mean, that happened like, you know, that happened 26 years ago. Not the same person now, you know, it it comes up all the time. Yeah. And it's funny. I, I mean, I've been, I've had a long conversation with a friend of mine about the person I used to be. And mm-hmm. um, it's funny because if I ever sat in a room with that same person, I wouldn't know them. You know, and I, when I tell you that God changed my heart, he completely changed it. And he took us, he took that out of me that kept me, it, that gave me that edge to be that person I used to be. And I've done a lot of things I'm not proud of. I said a lot of things I'm not proud of, but I think that it's part of that process of me knowing that, you know, and I'm, I'm going to say it a hundred times and I, and I, and it's, 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 it's the, it's the openly truth in the world. And it's such a cheesy story, but it's a mm-hmm. story. I remember my grandfather gave me at my tiny Nettie's um, pond and it's so sh- thing and it's the one about every every man has two wolves lives lives in them one one's evil and one's good and they are constantly battling and which one wins is the one you feed and i spent a childhood a teenage years and a young adulthood feeding that evil one and i'm spending my my later years feeding the good and understanding and i think that that's something that 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 will still inside of each and every one of us and we can't hide it but we're not feeding him anymore and I think that's very awesome for you to say that because I mean that's really spot on. I think a lot of people have have those feelings and thoughts just like you do that they're battling something good and bad. And for people that you know that have done the bad stuff and but fed that uh, animal, they're trying to work on the good stuff. But I would never personally bring up their bad, you know, where others we'll bring up the past and like, it's like funny, like it's a story, like, you know how they'll always bring up the past because those stories sound good. Right. But yet if you bring up stuff now, that's positive, that's uh, helping others really trying to make a difference in your communities and your, your, wherever it's a school, a community, community center, whatever outreach we're doing. Um, we don't never talk about those things. We always talk about um, things that have no, shouldn't even be brought up, but yet it sounds like a cool story. And when they tell these stories, it makes them feel, I guess, um, popular. Is, Is that how I should say it? Or, you know, part of the click or something, but it makes no sense to me at all anymore. Like I'm almost 50. Like, like way past that. But have you noticed, have you noticed that just in the past couple of years of being out with other people and and how they'll bring up old stuff and you're like, I mean, why are we even talking about this? 
there's not many times I'm out with anybody anymore. Oh. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm I, I'm completely I live on the run. Basically, I stay yes. to myself and I'm alone. And I think oh. that, that's and, and, and you know that's I mean that's, I, but, that's but not a bad thing. The few times I have been, it's talked about, and um, but but it's I mean those those are stories that needs. I mean it's it's it gives you an understanding of of who you who you are, and it's okay because that's who we were. Yeah, but man, can we talk like it just gets sickening? But then again, hey, here we'll segue into something else. When's the last time that? And I think you do it a lot more than I do. When's yeah. the last time that uh, you've just stopped and looked up at the sky or the stars and just got outside for fresh air? Because I brought this up a couple of weeks ago of when's the last time that anybody stopped and just looked at the stars in the sky? And I started doing it. And, man, I think people really need to start paying attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I do it. I do it often. And I do it a lot of my, my prayer meditation. I let my churches actually become outside. That's funny you yes. said that. because That's that's where you I yes. guess you got to get in touch with the real God. And I think that's important. And I think that the reason why people like to talk about that is because a lot of people our age was was never lived the lifestyle that we did at that period. And, you know, they could make a movie about w- our lifestyle. Yes, and, 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 you know, I think it, it's, it's something that people like to hear about and it's unbelievable. And we lived it. I mean, we did it. And, that, and that's something that, that we're going to write about one day and we're going to tell that story. It needs to be told. <laughs> you, I tell you something funny and I brought it up. This has been like within the past month, I got pissed off at something. And, uh, I told her, I told everybody, I said, you know what? I should go back to my old ways because I think I was a lot happier. <laughs> but I really, I, I'm really not, but I just said it because I was so pissed, but yet, yeah. um, you know, it's not, not who I am, but who I am now is a person that actually cares, who wants to help others and because we've seen it, Sean, we grew up at the bottom. Yeah. We grew up here and we've seen everything and we've worked our butts off, um, and I'm not wanting a pat on the back or a hug or a attaboy. I just wish more people would wake up and see what the hell is going on and take time to look at the sky, to look at the stars, breathe fresh air, because we're living in a damn crazy world where everybody's got a face in their phone. And I joked about that, and me and you've joked about it, but we're going to do a show, I hope, where we're live. And I want yeah. I went to, it was at East Chase and it was a Sunday and you know how they have the st- little, they have all the shops in these like strips, but they have yeah. these uh, chairs you can sit, these benches. Yeah. So I sat there and, and I sat there for 30 minutes. Do you know out of the, about the 50 people that passed me, they all had their phones where they were like reading their phones and walking at the same time. Yeah. That dumbfounded the hell out of me. Like yeah. I was really blown away by it. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it's it's so. I mean, I so, think. I mean, it, 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 you know what? It, it's just as concerning as you sitting there alone on that bench looking at everybody. <laughs> hey, brother, call me. I, you need a friend. Don't do that, Chip. Uh, <laughs> you know, man, don't be that hey. guy. 
it, 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 that's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah. Hey. Damn, man, you break my heart, man. I apologize. Hey. I'll let a brother, man. Don't do that shit no more. <laughs> is that like the old man? Is that like the old creepy man at the end of the bar by himself? Yeah. Yeah, it well. is. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, I, I I guess it would be bad if I had two of those chocolate chip cookies and a Coke in my hand, too. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. No. Of. No. And, and, you know, there's so many things that I, I want to do with this season, too, with you, where yeah. we can go back to doing the prediction shows. I want to get a yeah. lot. Just like you said, I, I want to get back into the – really spiritual, whether you want to call it paranormal side of a lot of the cases that you've done. I I want you to um, talk about religion in America. Of course, I want to do a child safety show and then I want to do uh, cults in America and the pedophile rings of how it's all tied in together. We definitely need to get in. I mean, that, that, that should really be an in-depth thing. We should get into the finders organization, these trailer parks, yeah, um, or that's how organized they are. That's something that really needs to be addressed and talked about. Yes, and uh, the the thing is, um, it's going on so bad now that that we we almost have to do it as a public service announcement to get people to even pay attention to it. But you know, everything we do is a work in progress. But man, I'm so glad we're back to doing the shows. Yes, uh, it, it's been long enough, and and we finally found out. The one of the issues to get the show started tonight, Sean. Yeah, we did. It's fixed. It's all my fault. That was awesome. Hey, what's so funny is uh, for the listeners listening, we had planned a show a week ago and we had some problems. So I had to email um, Anchor to see what was going on. And it was like everything's like live because they could see your number. Yeah. So, but we fixed it. So we're back, season four. And it's only going to get better from here on out, people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, brother, I love you. I've enjoyed love it. Love you, too. We're ready to do it again this week, man. Rock and roll. Yes, hey, 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 quit sitting alone out there, man. Holler at your brother. I, I will. You can come sit. We'll, we'll be two creepy old men watching people. All right, deal. Sounds like a plan. Peace. Good night. Good night. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Life Talk Radio. I'm your host, David Humphrey, and we are back for another segment of Life Talk Radio podcast. Sean is unable to make it tonight. I believe he is still out of the country. You know, we just got back from Russia, and I left my laptop. And I think he left a bunch of stuff, too. And I didn't really think that laptop was important. So I just left it over there and got back over here because, you know, the reason why we went over to Russia was because I heard all the cool kids are going over there, and I wanted to go over and see what, you know, what was really going on. And uh, hopefully we'll get in touch with Sean soon to where we could talk about that because... There was so much that went on, and um, I guess so much that was left on that laptop, but not really a big deal to me. I went over to the pawn shop and picked up another one, and we'll start off, you know, again, filling that laptop full of truth and full of knowledge and then, you know, full of uh, comedy. So it is what it is. I take it that, you know, it really don't matter what you have on your laptops anymore, and whether people find it or people expose it, it's really not a big deal because nobody's really going to do anything about it anyway. Just as uh, Elon Musk, you know, that was something that's been big uh, with my research. And just when I say research, you know, I'm kind of uh, since the Twitter buyout 
or where he purchased Twitter, it's been very, very, um, very knowledgeable. Uh, I guess the word is knowledge. Well, hell, it's been very uh, rewarding, I guess, to watch, to see what Elon's going to do, what he says. Of course, you have this, um, these uh, groups that are still bringing up that um, free speech, that he's a, you know, it's all about hate, it's all about free speech. But what you don't realize and, and don't really see, you see a little bit here and there, but you're not really seeing what he's trying to do is stop the child exploitation on Twitter. I've been saying it for years that Twitter was, shit, probably one of the top four or five different uh, sites that they were doing it in plain sight where anybody could see see it. And it was, you know, it was getting really bad and very alarming and very, uh, you know, something had to be done. So, hell, why not? If you're the richest man in the world, buy Twitter. Uh, you look at him uh, getting all the people's jobs, and, and it was like people were raising hell across the country. Oh, he's axed all these jobs. He's pushing out uh, all these people with these jobs. But what he was really doing was pushing out all these watchdogs that had been corrupt for so long through our government, our own government. And it's been out. All you got to do is research it. All you got to do is Google search it. Look at Twitter. Look and see what really is going on. With human trafficking, you figured uh, sex trafficking, uh, you know, all this child porn that's going on. And, and what's really funny is I saw a quote today that Elon could put out. And it's really, really, um, it really got to me. It's easy to fool people, but is almost impossible to convince people that they are being fooled. And I really hope you as a listener and you as somebody that's open-minded and really listens to our show, you know, we want you to start thinking about the things that we talk about. Yeah, there are opinions, and we go back and forth on what, you know, we think and what we're doing, and, and we're just wanting you to wake up, to get your own opinions, ask questions, question everything, look into things, because we are being lied to on a daily basis between our own government and corruption, different groups, the left, the right. And, it, and it's, it's ridiculous, really. And it's also, it's a mental health issue now. And I, was jo I really wasn't joking about it, but I was telling everybody and kind of being funny about it that everything that we do and say and watch and just everything that goes on in our human lives is, is like a mental health, um, it's a mental health thing. Jobs, stress, um, you, you got to watch what you say, you walk on eggshells, uh, you can't say this, you can't say that, and I mean, it, it will make any sane person go nuts, I mean, because I get stressed out enough with things that are going on, and then I tried to even step back, step back from the TV, step back from social media, step back from really everything, and try to, uh, you know, lower that vibration, drown yourself, get back into it and it's really sad because you know a lot of us just don't want to do that you know it's easier said than done because I feel like people and open-minded people and people like me we're we're ready to fight for these other people or I'm sorry we're ready to fight for others that really can't speak up for themselves and not a lot of Americans and not a lot of people are in groups or anybody's really doing that Ever since COVID, everything that got kind of shut down, um, 
everybody just kind of went in their nest. And I can't wait for Sean to be on the show so we can talk more about that and we can um, really dig into that of the change, the American change, because um, America, as you know, it's really changed. and It's not going to be the same thing. Everything that we talk about now is just like memories. It's something that we did 20, 30 years ago. And it's not ever going to come back, and it's not ever going to be that way. You know, this is a new new world, new movement, new America. And I say it on time on social media and stuff, that, hey, this is the new America. But this is what these people wanted, and this is what they're going to get. But I also need to do a disclaimer, I think, because um, I want everybody to know that Life Talk uh, Podcast Radio is our own opinions, uh, our own thoughts, Things that we want to talk about to make you think and to question everything. The, um, you know, we're not here to force you to, you know, believe what we believe. We're not here to uh, do any of that. We want you to get out here, think about what we talk about, look into it, get your own opinion for it, and roll, you know, roll how you need to roll. But as far as what uh, Elon's doing, it's a lot of good. You know, it's a lot of good that he'll never get credit for it because, you know, it's um, it's just the way that they're doing it. They're the way. And when I say they, the, you know, the owners of this world, you know, it's not about presidents and, and government. You know, it's about that one world um, order. And it's that people, and I always said that they're the owners of the world. They own everything. They own the world. They own oil, gold. They own presidents. They own us, you know, we're nothing but pawns in a game and you got to figure it out and, and go, Oh man, he may, he may be on something. Um, you know, you, you got middle-class families that can't even barely afford food. We're in the Christmas holidays. We're in that fourth quarter. Uh, but I have seen something that I'm totally blown away. And I, I was actually kind of wrong about what I said, I think maybe in, in August, uh, when we did a show and I was talking about this could possibly be the worst Christmas ever. Nobody's really spending a lot of money and it's damn been polar opposite. I I've seen more people spending money on crazy stuff again this year. Uh, they're spending money, but then again, gas is higher. Groceries are higher and you know, people are spending that money. Um, I don't know what's going to happen the first quarter. Can't wait for us to do a prediction show where we can do a whole show designated to nothing but 2023 predictions. Um, I'd like to see what Sean comes up with. Um, you know, we do one every year. Sometimes we'll do it towards the end of the year, maybe in the next couple of weeks. Sometimes we'll do it in the first, second week of January. So uh, just keep following us. Uh, keep telling people about us. And we'll have that show out uh, soon too. And Sean hopefully will be with me I guess I haven't heard from, I hope he didn't get stuck over there in Russia. You know, uh, we've been doing a lot of traveling, uh, but our man Putin said, uh, Hey, we get a free pass cause he likes our show so much. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, I'm back. And then again, Sean takes so many vacations. Hell, he could probably be, he could be in Spain or something, taking a break or down in new Orleans, writing a new book. I know he'd been working on a bunch of projects. So, um, so maybe he's taking some time off to uh, write a new book, and we'll find out here soon. But, um, yeah, the Elon Musk thing is just amazing to watch now on Twitter. Um, t 
talking about our government, our FBI, meddling into the elections, uh, this big cover-up. And if you think about it, think about cover-ups and what you're seeing just now on Twitter. You don't think they're doing that on Facebook? You don't think that politicians and different groups and organizations got their hands, they really got their hands in all the social media. So everything that we know is really probably a lie, and we knew that. A lot of the people that have a little sense and we're looking into this stuff, we're always listening to these podcasts, they're batting a thousand people. They're batting a thousand. You can call them conspiracy theorists. You can call them quacks. Whatever you want to put our bucket in, in your bucket, and call it, that's fine. But these people are batting a thousand. They're knocking them out of the park because... Everybody knows what's really going on, but we're not in a position of authority. And I talk about this all the time. We, we want to do something, but what can you really do? You can't really do nothing because you don't have that authority to do something. So basically they have us buy, they have us buy our paychecks, our weekly, you know, paycheck. They control, control us to a certain extent. But sooner or later, that's going to break. And, and, and I'd re- started writing some of my uh, thoughts down for 2023. And, and I, I do see in the first probably quarter, between January and April, I do see something breaking. I really see, I see something. But I personally see light at the end of this tunnel for next year. I've been reading a lot of The Economist. They've been talking about money management, the housing market. Are we really in a recession? Yada, yada. And it's going to be doom and gloom. But I'm going to be honest with you, for me, from a spiritual point of myself, uh, to what I've seen the past few months, to what I look at into people and seeing this change, uh, I, I think 2023 could actually be a good year. I think it's going to be good for me personally, I hope. You know, I've been putting a lot of uh, stock into myself and you know, trying to move on this new journey of mine. It's like, you know, you kind of get into the next level. And I really believe that 2023 could be something special for a lot of people. Um, you just got to stay in there, keep grinding, keep the faith, keep, keep, you know, try to keep a positive attitude. And, and that goes for me. When I talk about this stuff to everybody on the show, I'm also talking back, you know, it's like I'm looking in a mirror because, these are things that I have to work on on a daily basis as well. And and I'm just really a fan of Elon. Um, I really am. I, I'm glad that a rich person is taking the uh, initiative to try to do something with human trafficking, to try to do something about the child pornography, because it's plagued the American uh, country. Um, it's not taboo anymore. It's in our face. It's on social media, it's on TV, it's in the news. And when I say it's in the news, it's, it's not as mainstream news as it should be, but your local news, is are, they're starting to get it. Your small cities are starting to get it. Um, people in the Southeast United States are starting to get it. You know, look at the border. They're starting to get it. So, so there's some big changes coming, and I really believe that when he um, really reveals how many fake accounts and stuff comes out. I, I think the American public's going to be really mind blown about it. And I think that that's going to be part of this um, movement 
the new American movement going into 2023 is when he starts exposing and everybody can get to see it. You know, I think a lot of people are so um, mentally abused in a way from COVID of the lies that we were told and not the real truths and not, um, you know, it wasn't very transparent about uh, the disease or the man-made disease or whatever bucket you want to call it. It's really a travesty. It's really heartbreaking. It's uh, something that shouldn't have never happened. Politics and greed. And to me, it was done as a terrorist attack. But, but hey, I don't have the authority to do anything. It is what it is. We'll talk about it on the show. And you, we move on because they know what they're doing. It's part of their agendas. And, and, and hell, anybody can see that. Ray Charles can see it. I mean, it was blatantly done in front of us, and we just can't do anything about it. So what you can do is protect your family, protect your kids, educate yourself, educate your friends and family, and um, and let's move on. Because, I, like I said, I think that next year is going to be something uh, for everybody as an individual to get on this uh, spiritual journey for themselves, and basically to tell the news to, you know, kind of screw it, you know, where, um, we know it's lies. We know it's, um, it's fake news. You don't have to have Trump to tell us that. All you have to do is look at it. Um, but I am a big fan of the Musk. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that he's finally done something because look at what all has gone on in Hollywood for so many years. And so many people come out talking about the uh, sex parties, the occult, all this evil shit that's going on in Hollywood. And then when they come out to try to do something about it, the entire globe will shun them or call them crazy or they just disappear. And if you have, I don't even get it how anybody could just go, we're just going to wash it away. This person's come out going the uh, Hollywood mansion parties and what goes on in these mansion parties. And all of a sudden, just nobody believes it. And that's what's really sad. But another thing is all these Hollywood stars that knows this stuff's going on, but they will not do anything about it. And they have the authority. That's what burns me up. These stars that know what's going on in Hollywood, that knows what goes on in these mansion parties, the occult links, these satanic ritual abuse, uh, Masses are the satanic ritual abuse, um, I guess, uh, spells and all this other stuff, this ritual stuff. They will not come forward and tell anybody because they're worried about their, their, their money or the next movie they're going to get. But they have the authority and it's heartbreaking and it's really ridiculous that they won't come out. And really spill the beans. But yet you you have a guy who's not even American. What Musk is from what South Africa? He comes over here and buys Twitter and he's gonna he's gonna let everybody know the truth. The truth about uh what the Dr. Uh, Fauci, the truth about our government, the truth about the FBI, the truth about human trafficking, the pedophilia rings that were operating in front of us. Because he's wanting to take the accountability and he also wants to take the responsibility to stop it. And yet people, people are, um, they're just mad. I mean, 
when it comes down to it, they're just mad. They're mad and jealous that this is going on. But then again, on that flip side, you have the people that do have the authority that won't come, um, come forward. And, you know, I heard this thing this weekend. It was so funny. We were talking about, um, you know how the, 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 the street rule in the street is, uh, uh, snitches get stitches. Well, you know, what's funny about that. I haven't seen that one person walk around with a stitch. So you, people need to wise up. People, people need to tell. That's what's wrong with America now. And it's only going to get worse on that aspect. People got to start coming forward and actually doing something that they can with what authority that they have. So just wanted to get on here, do a little show, talk about that, talk about some of the stuff that's going to be coming forward. Uh, hopefully me and Sean will be doing a show soon. And as always, um, Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening to our show. Thank you for sharing it. Also, we're going to add a question. You can go through the show now, ask questions, and we can get it. Uh, it's kind of like just basically you're emailing us through the show. So check it out. Share the show. And as always, thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for believing in us. And thank you for letting us talk about real talk with real problems and real life and then Take what we talk about, research it yourself, hope it helps you, and we can move forward in a positive manner. Good night.